Mademoiselle, uh, und Madam, um, Mr. Monsieur. <laughs> All right. That is the finest French you'll ever hear. Um, I'm definitely not going to keep doing the kitschy every morning or the different. I did it like every day this week. There's no way I'm going to keep up with that. Um, it just was something fun. You know what, guys? It is Friday. Happy Friday, October 15th. Welcome to the morning show presented by Road Soda. I am your host, Isaiah Cooper, and here we are. It is Day Off Eve, as my Polish boss used to tell me. Day Off Eve, only his Day Off Eve was Sunday, and he did not work on Monday. Only for one day a week. Um, <laughs> fantastic guy. Thank you guys for listening all week. Maybe you didn't listen all week. Maybe you did. I hope you get yourself addicted to the road soda morning show because uh, we're going to stick around for a while every day, Monday through fi- Friday. Wake up and crack a road soda. So if that's something that sounds appealing to you, little hair of the dog, uh, you know, follow and subscribe and all that kind of shit wherever you listen to your podcasts, maybe on Pandora. I see we're on Amazon, which is kind of cool. Um, thanks, everybody. We did it five in a row. Isn't that cool? End of the week. And I've been listening to every episode myself as well because, you know, the reason I even started doing the morning show is because I looked uh, pretty regularly. I've been listening to – I think I said this earlier the, in, the, in the week, and um, I, I would, I've been listening to so many podcasts, and so I'm like, man, I just want – like something every morning, but I don't want to listen to the news because the news is a fucking bomber, dude. And I kept looking for podcasts and there was none. So I'm like, Hey, I'll make one. So <laughs> I listen to every episode too. And <laughs> you know, I'm my own best friend. Um, if you know of a podcast that's every morning and, every, uh, you know, like a wake up in the morning podcast, uh, I almost want to say don't show me so I don't feel like I didn't look hard enough. But in, actually, I do want to um, take a peek at it. So if you know of one, you can send it to roadsodamail at gmail.com and, uh, with a little link, and I'll check it out. I'll check out what those other morning dudes are going or how they're doing, and then maybe we can get a, a nice rivalry going. You know, <laughs> you know how they do those morning chat radios. I'm going to tell everybody he's a fucking bozo and he's been stealing uh our listeners that we don't have uh you can also call into the show 706-200-1213 and um call anytime you want leave a message and we'll play it right here for yous and um it's fun to be a part of the morning show hope you had a hope you had a good week everybody and um Hey, let's do some jokes, okay? Let, let's read some more jokes. I want to get like a, ooh, I bet there's an app I can get that's like a uh, a laugh a laugh track. So maybe that's what I'll do. I'll I'll um, I'm gonna use an app with a laugh <laughs> with a laugh track. I'm downloading it right now. All right, so I got this app. It's just like a soundboard, and um, I don't know. Uh, if these jokes 
or there is nothing more sad uh, or worse than just saying your jokes out loud out loud to like nobody and maybe thinking or hoping that they're fucking funny. <laughs> it's almost as bad as it's almost as bad as doing prank calls all alone and not recording it just like by yourself. You're like, hey, you know what I think I'm going to do? <laughs> You know, call it the Chinese restaurant, see what kind of lo mein they got. Um, so maybe, and I was thinking maybe if I give a little, um, coming to the stage is Isaiah Cooper. You know, like some of that, maybe that would work. So we're going to try to handle this all at once. Also, in, in listening to the show, I've noticed that I suck my teeth a lot when I start a sentence. Like I'll go, and as I was saying, I'll do that. So, I'm focusing on on stopping that, all right? And also, last episode, I think I was, like, tapping my leg the whole time and hitting, like, a wire connecting to the to the microphone. So, also going to be mindful of that. <laughs> See, these, it's like you create your own morning show. You get to mix and match and learn as you go. All right, so now we got some water. So let's do some jokes, guys. Get in with some yokes. Here we go. Some of this might actually sound familiar to you. Uh, whatever. Here we go. <laughs> All right, everybody. Come to the stage is Isaiah Cooper. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going, everybody? How's it? Everybody. Yes, thank you. Oh, thank you. You shouldn't have. Hey, I'm just <laughs> this isn't part of the thing. I'm just exploring this. I'm exploring this uh soundboard that i just downloaded wait wait okay oh okay nice and of course the you're gonna be hearing a, a lot of that we'll be hearing a lot of that uh thanks everybody my name's isaiah cooper yeah if you make that sound with your mouth i will turn around it's like a secret uh verbal combination that of uh, secret verbal passcode that unlocks my attention that's actually how that opener is supposed to go, if you've been listening. All right, guys, seriously, uninterrupted minute. If you can just shut the fuck up for a minute. Uh, a wig seems unsatisfying. It's the it's the one self-improvement you can't get compliments on because you, you, you don't want it noticed. Like, uh, hey, hey, did you lose weight? I did. Thanks. Also, uh, nice wig. And you're like, uh, thanks. Oh, you like, oh, you can see my fucking wig. <laughs> yeah, man. Nice toupee. <laughs> For sure. Nice rug. <laughs> man, I'm just going to, if you guys are going to keep laughing, I'm just going to keep feeding it to you. <laughs> women, uh, women aren't like men when it comes to, to porn. Uh, men are visually stimulated no stories, names, occupations, just just the booty, just the looks. Uh, but women are often more turned on by written word than video. Like, the girls can read stories and get all hot and bothered. Uh, that's why, like, smut novels should be banned in public. Like, you shouldn't be allowed to read smut novels in, in public. Like, if I can't watch... A DP while uh, sitting shoulder to shoulder with people on the bus, right? Why why can you sit there and read Lady Chanterlay's Lover? 
<laughs> sneaky. It's very sneaky. It's not right, and it's yucky. And and you think that we don't know that you're totally getting the subway seat wet and sloppy. <laughs> what do you think? You're smart because you're reading. You're not. You're you're a yucky lady <laughs> who's getting off in public. It's pretty fucked up that a regular publishing house also publishes smut books like Penguin. It's kind of kind of kind of weird. <laughs> Wait, here we go. There, yeah, I um. Uh, I used to live with a. You know what? Let's cut it there, guys. <laughs> let's uh, let's 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 cut it there. Okay. All right. Okay. If you uh, you want some more, you want some more. Okay. All right. We'll 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 do uh, just a little bit more, and then we'll come back to this tomorrow, maybe. Uh, I used to live with a bunch of dudes, and we can get pretty messy. Uh, we clean, but. We're, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I used to live with a lot of dudes, and we can get you can get pretty messy. Like you know, get a bunch of guys in the house. We clean, but there are a lot of corners being cut. Uh, for instance, I won't scrub the toilet. I just piss the shit stains off. It's <laughs> a good one, huh? That was like one of the honestly one of the first jokes I ever wrote. If I, um... oh, thank you everybody. Thank you. My name's Isaiah. I'll be here on Monday. Uh, that. That was one of the first jokes I ever wrote, actually, um, and uh, I've been using it probably since like the second or third time I've been on stage, and that was back in two thousand, you know, um, seven, eight. At least the first time. But I remember doing that at this weird kind of like open mic, but not really show. And there was this guy there headlining who was like an actual comedian. And he, and he like he actually laughed at it. He was like, hey, that's like a good joke. And I was like probably 14, 15 at the time. So I was like, fuck, yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I think I've I feel like I may have heard like an iteration of it or someone something simple, something close to it since. Um but I don't think it was in a stand-up set. I feel like it was on one of those like uh, panel shows. Somebody said something quick-witted. I don't know. We're <laughs> rambling now. Good morning. Dude, hey, I hope you didn't drink Cafe Bustelo this morning. What kind of coffee did you drink, huh? I had the coffee at work. What I do is I make an, uh, two espressos. I put espresso one on top of another, and then I fill it up with uh, water, and it tastes great, and I think that's called an Americana. <laughs> a watered down espresso um, you can email me and tell me what kind of coffee you like to drink at roadsodamail at gmail.com and if you like to drink Cafe Bustelo just don't email me <laughs> I don't know why I've come in so hard on Cafe Bustelo <laughs> I don't I have no reason to really oh man um you want to know what happened in the world today, so that's why you showed up. And I'm going to tell you in 15 – it's October 15th, a Friday. It's a good – it's a good – it's a good uh, good-ass day just like any other. And then 1581, commissioned by Catherine de Medici, the first ballet, Ballet Comique de la Reine, is staged in Paris. Wow. I'm going to tell you this right now. I did not read this before I said bonjour at the front of this. 
I was just sitting here before I hit play and I was like, ah, fuck, I should do another language. And I was like, I think good morning is bonjour. (laughs) So, uh, but that's funny that today, October 15th should be national ballet day. If it's not, because in 1581, the first ever ballet was staged in Paris. It's been downhill ever since. Damn ballet infested everything I love. Even football, it's infected its way. I don't really love football. It's just the only thing I can think of. Um, Let's see. 1927, writer Graham Greene weds Vivian Drail Browning at St. Mary's Church in Hampstead, North London. Oh, who could forget the famous writer Graham Greene and all his incredible books. I've got a whole shelf of all his books. I couldn't even tell you my favorite one. I love them. I love them all so much, especially the one that where he uh, writes about the uh, bourgeoisie and the the depowering struggles of two different people hanging out in the same spot. Uh, it's probably my favorite one. <laughs> Uh, 1993, baseball player Daryl Strawberry divorces Lisa Andrews after more than eight years of marriage. The only thing I know about Daryl Strawberry is that he used to do a lot of drugs, and I know that a lot of um, baseball players in that era especially did a lot of drugs. A lot of drugs. Um, And I know him from a story or a joke that Theo Vaughn tells about uh, meeting Daryl Strawberry. Uh, Let's see, and here we go. 2002, comedian Tom Green divorces actress Drew Barrymore due to irreconcilable differences after less than a year of marriage. Holy shit. That, now that's important history. The first ballet, all right, also October 15th, Drew Barrymore and Tom Green get divorced. That was like the peak height of Tom Green's you know, just he was at his height like Daryl Strawberry was in 1993. And Drew Barrymore was probably like, he's really funny. But then she was around him and he's like, she's like, maybe he's a little crazy. <laughs> I don't think he's crazy. I think he's like a really interesting guy. Uh, I follow him on Instagram. This is a little thing that connects to today. I follow him on Instagram and just this morning or I was looking and I saw that he, he's been posting old little uh, um, videos of old sketches he used to do back on the Tom Green Show. And one of my favorite has always been Undercutter's Pizza. And what he does is uh, he just has a tackle box. I just thought the imagery was so funny. It's so clever. Uh, it just, <laughs> But it was a, he had a tackle box full of all the toppings you, you would want on a pizza. Uh, all separated out in its tackle box and he just had a box of cheese pizza and he drove around until he saw a pizza delivery guy going to deliver a pizza and then he chased him up to the door and to try to beat him and he go and he just went undercutter's pizza what kind of what'd you have on that pizza what was it cheese and he would just how much how much are they charging you for this pizza <laughs> the guy, <laughs> it's just such a clever stupid funny but the level of angry that the two guys got that he did this to was, it was, I think they were nice guys, if you know what I mean. Like, uh, you know, they were being taken care of kind of guys. Maybe, I don't know. But they were not happy <laughs> about that prank. But you could see that on his Instagram. Uh, he just posted it on October 14th. So now it's October 15th. So 
you know, it should still be there. And if you posted something more like something today on October 15th, it would be just one day behind. <laughs> right on, everybody. Good morning. I hope you have the best morning, the best day. It's a Friday. A lot has to go wrong before you're like, man, fuck this day. I'd rather stay at work. Um, so let's, uh, let's jump into the news, guys. What do we got for news, huh? I got uh, Mr. Daniel Craig. Mr. Daniel Craig's in the news. Uh, Daniel Craig is the current 007. Daniel Craig says he goes to gay bars to, av- <laughs> to avoid fights at straight venues. And that's, uh, I think that's pretty funny. I go to gay, I go to straight bars for very similar reason. I don't go to gay bars, uh, is that I don't want to get into gay sex. (laughs) Sounds like Daniel Craig is more afraid of getting into a straight person fight than a gay person sex. Look, Daniel Craig, it's okay for you to just say that you like man, man. It's cool. It is 2021. You can do that. And honestly, I think this might be a little bit of a trickle because I heard a long time ago that they were thinking about making the new uh, 007 like a little light, like the next guy. They they were thinking of making him a, a, a gay man. Um, and I think, I don't want to say for sure, but I think there's a little bit of pushback. <laughs> But um, I don't know. Maybe Uh, you never know. I think that is a ridiculous statement. That's a ridiculous reason to I don't want to get in fights. I also don't want to see any ladies Uh, as 007. All the guys want to fight me and all the ladies want to do me. And there's nothing worse. (laughs) So I go to gay bars to get away from it all. Uh, From his portrayal of a more vulnerable bond to his uh, Cerise Foot jacket on the red carpet. Daniel Craig has worked hard to defy expectations of masculinity, so it came as a little surprise when the actor revealed he liked to frequent gay bars to avoid the aggressive dick swinging of hetero spaces. No, no, no it's no, guys, it's not what you think. It's no, 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 it's not. <laughs> oh, you think I go to gay bars because of no, it's not like that. I go because of all the. Ag- I like to avoid aggressive dick swinging, so I go to the bars so I can get more of a actual aggressive dick swinging. (laughs) I love dick swinging, just not metaphorical. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's... If it's not okay for Daniel Craig to be gay, like it's it, this is just ridiculous. If if, okay, look, maybe 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 he does just for for whatever weird mental gymnastic reason that that makes sense to him, and he that's why he goes to gay bars. Okay, I'm just saying that that's most unlikely, <laughs> and if so, that's okay. Why do you got to do this fucking Las Vegas magic trick on us? Like it's okay, just be like, hey. Uh, I like to shoot. I'm a rootinist, tootinist, best spy there ever was, and I like to take it. I like to do, do stuff with the butt. That's okay. It's 2021. You're allowed. You're allowed to do that. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. No, no, no. It's just seriously. It's just the fight. 
Oh, check this out. I've been going to gay bars for as long as I can remember, Craig said on the podcast, Lunch with Bruce. Do you fucking remember? I think it was literally just yesterday on the last episode when I gave you the little factoid about, because uh, it was the day of the Bruce or whatever, the Scottish thing, right? It's a Scottish, it used to be a Scottish surname. Well, <laughs> Bruce what used to be like a, a like a, a stereotypical name for a, a gay man, like... um. Is if there was a guy in like a TV role that was supposed to be a little light in the loafers, they would name him Bruce. Oh, hi, I'm Bruce. <laughs> what a world we live in. It's all connected, isn't it? That's crazy weird. All right, let's go to the next news story. Get out while we're fucking on top. Um, this one, I accept. Why not? Give me those cookies. A good Samaritan who helped a stranger fix bicycle realized it was his own stolen bike. <laughs> you know, sometimes, I like to say sometimes the good you do does you no good. Um, in this case, the good he did actually did him some good. But don't fucking walk around thinking that that's the case all the time. Most often it's not. Mostly the good you do. Don't fix, don't, don't help some guy fix his bike. A good Samaritan who helped a man fix his bike, maybe he was planning to like, just steal that bike. Like, he, his bike was stolen for a couple weeks, and he's just been brooding about it, and he's like, you know, next bike I'm fucking see, I'm just going to fucking take it. And it's just like some teenager trying to fix it. And he's like, all right, once I get this chain on it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tell him, hey, I'm just going to take it for a spin, make sure it works, and then I'm fucking out of there. <laughs> then he goes to do it. Like, he grows the nuts to do it, and it's just his bike. <laughs> I like that better. A good Samaritan who helped a man fix his bike realized he was fixing his own bike. How long does it take you to realize it's your bike? You know, I just lost a bike the same color as that. Same size, actually. Had the same baseball card in the spokes. Boy, <laughs> so similar to my bike. Man, you and I have the same bike taste, really. That's what I'm trying to say. I really like your taste in bike. Do you want me to help you with that derailer there? You got a little derailer troubles. Uh, he was fixing his own bike and didn't know... He didn't even know it had been stolen. <laughs> I think both these people are stupid. Uh, John Devlin, 64, stopped to repair the handlebars of a bicycle that Paul Hardy, 46, first of all, what kind of 46-year-old guy can't fix your fucking bike handlebars that you stole? You can't fix, you're 46 years old. I don't expect... Look, like, okay, look, I don't know most things. I can change an air filter on a car. I can I can change Earl on a car. I can change a spare tire. But that's where it fucking stops, all right? So I'm not saying that kind of shit. But it, we're, we're talking about a fucking bicycle, bro. You're 46. You're like, hey, mister, can you help? I remember one time I got a flat tire. It was like the second time in the same week. And I pulled into this place, and I just kept trying to fix the tire. I literally just fixed one earlier that week. Some old guy, probably in his, like, 60s came up and the whole time just fucking told me what to do and i was getting so mad i'm like bro he's like yeah so you, you want to see a trick what you want to do is you want to stick the tire iron on and you want to step on the side it's going to loosen all right now when you're putting the nuts back on you want to do it in a star pattern i'm like bro do i fucking know you dude get the fuck out of here turns out he was a truck driver and at a retired truck driver and at that time I was a freight broker, which means I was somebody who sold freight 
to freelance truckers and shit. And when he found that out, he was like, I, I fucking hate you people. <laughs> it's like I, it's like I uh, turned into a black guy in his eyes. I'm not saying that. I mean, he was probably racist, <laughs> but I'm just, <laughs> oh, man. To him, that's a bad thing. To me, that's fine. I mean, he could be, I don't care. Mr. Devlin was able to identify the bike as his own mid-repair due to a distinctive stickers and a helmet attached to the whole fucking <laughs> This has got to be fucking fake, right? Okay, I'm not saying that something like this doesn't happen, but how did it get on the fucking news? <laughs> what who did one of them had to report it right like the the 64 year old guy was like he called the news right like he called the news and he was like and then you'd never guess but it he had the same helmet out too and then i got to thinking well by golly this might just be my bike Uh, right? This can't be... So, so what, he calls, and then the reporter's on the other end, like, okay, go on. The same stickers you said. Interesting. How did you confront the man? Tell me. Tell me, Mr. Devlin, how did, how did you confront this man, this 46-year-old man who couldn't fix his own goddamn handlebars? Just steal another bike, dude. You just stole a bike. It breaks... What are you attached to that bike? Get another fucking bike. <laughs> They're both stupid. They're both fucking stupid. Turns out they were uh, actually father and son and lived together, and they are both suffering from uh, dementia. <laughs> as well as the person who reported on this, because how do you take that story to your editor? You take that story to your editor? What do you, uh, what is this guy's fucking name? What is this guy? Please, please tell me. Ah, dude, you bet you're, you're, oh, by Connor Gordon. As Connor Gordon, do you like, you walk up to your editor or you're sitting like in the the conference room with everybody and Connor, it's Monday. Uh, What do you got for me this week, buddy? Um, I got a. Look, you're, you, does he really, does he really try to play it up? <laughs> is he surprised when the guy accepts it? Like he's like he was his own bike, and he's like, "Wow, amazing, run it!" Or was he? Did he know from the beginning this was a dog shit story? And he's like, "I gotta sell this thing. There is nothing going on." <laughs> ah, all right, guys. You know what? This old episode has been an episode of let's get out why we're ahead. I, th- I think that's a good place to, to leave us. Um, and I think I had a good week. I've actually been really looking forward to doing this every single day of the week. Um, and I really I am listening to it. I'm trying to get better. I'm sorry about the different things. Actually, I'm not sorry. I don't care. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Literally, I'm doing it for myself, too. I'm going to go listen to it and I'm going to know if I like with my mouth a lot. Uh, when I started a new sentence and I'm going to know if I hit stuff. And then on Monday, I'm going to be like, okay, this time I'm not going to fucking do it. Please write into the show. If you have any suggestions, do you have any complaining or nitpicking to do? Barb, maybe. That's my mother. 
Anybody, really? Uh, you can write into roadsodamail at gmail.com so I can read it right here on, on the air. Give everybody your thoughts. And um, also, you can call in 706-200-1213. Leave a message. Be a part of the show. The Morning Show. Presented by Road Soda and your host, Isaiah Cooper. Everybody, have a beautiful weekend. And I'll catch you on, I'll catch you on Monday. Thank you.